0: I've prayed a uh, many, many weeks, and I believe some of you have prayed for me about this message and about the year two thousand and fifteen. And I've mentioned it before, and I'll say it again. We really don't have a lots of time to be going in the wrong direction. you know, 50 years ago, maybe we had some time then that if that didn't work, then we'll try something else. But uh, we don't have that luxury now. We need to make sure that we head in the right direction. And God is the one who knows what is the right direction for us. Number first as individuals and then collectively as a church. And, um, it's a verse of scripture I made reference to and we're not going to go there. We're actually going to go to 1 Corinthians 15 to read one verse of scripture and then we're going to go back later and read all of it. I'm glad our guest is here tonight and this message applies to all of them, to every one of us that are here, but I'm really focusing in on our church tonight. So if I say some pointed things tonight. It has nothing, I'm not saying it to anybody but our church. So please keep that in mind because I, I want to make sure you, churches, you don't say they're talking about somebody else. I'm, I'm talking to you. So, <laughs> talking to you tonight. There's a verse I made reference to. It's Psalm chapter 1. It says, and It says, for we shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth, what? His fruit in this season. This season. Now, it's, Sister Burton, if I took and purchased a tree at your nursery and brought it home and planted it in my front yard, and then it was a little bit too close to the driveway, so I didn't really like it there, so then in about six months I went out there and dug it up. and Then I moved it over about another six feet or... 10 feet, Then I started looking, and it didn't really look good there, so I dug it up in another six months and moved it over closer to, the, to those greens there, and then I didn't like it in the front yard, so I dug it up in about another year and go and plant it in the backyard. Sister Burton, is that going to be good for that tree? <laughs> it's probably a good possibility I'm liable to kill it, huh? The Bible says we are to be planted as a tree. I don't see many trees getting up moving around a lot. And if you do, you need to call 911. I know it said it in the Bible, but that, that guy, he was, just, he was blind and just gaining his sight. But trees are supposed to be planted and stay put. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse number 58 is our last, the last verse of that chapter there. And it's the verse I want to make as my theme verse for 2015 for the Palace of Praise. Verse number 58 1 Corinthians 15 it says therefore my beloved brethren we have a good church my beloved brethren we have a good church we have fine folks in this church I love this church this is a good church some of you aren't convinced yet so I'll just keep on a little bit here we have a good church There are some of the best people that you're ever going to meet right here at the Palace of Praise. Some of the most giving people right here. Some of the most caring and loving people right here in this church right here. And I get calls and I get texts from people here saying, Hey, we're praying for you. We're praying for you. Because people are concerned. Sometimes we don't verbally express it as much as we should, but I'm thankful for this church. And in 1 Corinthians 15, he says, Therefore, my dearly beloved, be ye steadfast, unmovable. And then he says, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. I want to read it more time. Therefore, my beloved brethren, when he says that, he's talking to the church. The letter was written to the church in Corinth. And he's talking to the church. He says, be ye steadfast, un."
1: movable,
0: always abounding in the work of the Lord for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. And our key word, and it's going to be the title of my message, and it's the key word for 2015, is this, consistency. I prayed a lot, and every time I would pray about this service tonight, The Lord kept bringing that word back in my mind, consistency, consistency, consistency. Let me give you the definition here, conformity in the application of something, typically that which is necessary for the sake of logic, accuracy, and fairness. The achievement of a level of performance. That does not vary greatly in quality over time. The achievement of a level of performance that does not vary greatly in quality over time. Hear me steadfast adherence to the same principles, the same course, the same form. Another definition, agreement, harmony, harmony, compatibility, especially uniformity among the parts of a complex thing. The condition of coherence and holding together and retaining form. Theme word for 2015, consistency. We as a church would not do well if we grow, but we change. If we increase in number at the Palace of Praise, but we do not stay true to what we have tonight, then we are actually regressing and not progressing. So it is, in, it is important that we as the church of the living God be consistent in our walk with God. This church should be known for their consistency. Consistency. We don't change, and there is not not such a thing as situational ethics. We don't say, well, look who's involved. We don't say, well, let's look who may be affected by this, and then we will decide what we should do with that. No. The rules stay the same. The principles stay the same. The
1: guidelines stay the same. Holiness stays the same. It does not matter. There
0: must be consistency. There needs to be consistency in the church. So, if an individual walks out those doors and comes back in five years, you know what they find? They find the same message. They look and see things that are still the same in the way you're dressing. The only thing that should change, as Brother Darian mentioned tonight, is we should have grown deeper in the Lord and have a deeper walk with God. See, Acts chapter 4 and verse 32, I know you may not be able to move, turn to all of these as I move quickly down through this message tonight. But Acts 4 and 32 says this, And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. Neither said any of them that all of the things which he possessed was his own. But they had all things common. There was an element of consistency that existed throughout the group. There were things that were common among them. Their values were consistent, church. Their priorities, as you can see reflected in this verse, were consistent. Their passion for the work of God was consistent. It wasn't just a few that carried the whole. It wasn't just a few that carried the whole, but the consistency of the whole, they had all things in common, brought balance to the church. We need consistency in the church. It doesn't need to just be one or two
1: that's being the superheroes in the church. We need for all of us to be growing in the Lord and being consistent in the church.
0: Colossians chapter 1 and verse number 10, it says that ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. I'm going to make some reference to verses quickly down through here. Genesis 5, it says, Enoch walked with God and was not, for God took him. Genesis 9 and 6, these are the records of the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his time. Noah walked with God. Genesis 17 and 1. Now when Abraham was 99 years old, the Lord appeared to Abram and said to him, I am God Almighty. Walk before me and be blameless. Micah 6 and 8. He has told me, O man, what is good. And what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with the Lord. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7. For we walk We walk by faith, not by sight. Ephesians 4 and 1 says, I therefore the prisoner of the Lord beseech you that ye walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. With all lowliness and meekness, with longsuffering, forbearing one another in love. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Walking is a constant and a consistent motion church. Walk with the Lord. Has anybody ever heard this story before? It's a little fable. Once upon a time, there was a hare who, boasting how he could run faster than anyone else, was forever teasing the tortoise for its slowness. Then one day, that tortoise was ticked off. Who do you think you are? There's no denying your swifter, but even you can be beaten, the hare squealed with laughter. Beaten in a race? By whom? Not you, surely. I bet there's nobody in the world that can win against me. I'm so speedy. Now you don't even try. Annoyed by such bragging, the tortoise, he accepted the challenge, of course, was planned. And the next day at dawn, they stood at the starting line. The the hare yawned sleepily. As some of you are doing, as the meek tortoise trudged slowly off. When the hare saw how painfully slow his rival was, he decided, hmm, yeah, half asleep on his feet. I'll just take a quick nap. Take your time, he said. I'll have 40 winks and I'll catch up with you in a minute. Hare woke up with a start from a fitful sleep and gazed round looking for the tortoise. But the creature was only a short distance away having barely covered a third of the course. Breathing a sigh of relief, the hare decided he might as well huh, might as well have breakfast too. And off he went to munch some cabbages and he noticed in a nearby field and by the heavy meal and the hot sun made him sleepy again. <laughs> that sounds like some of us. With a careless glance at the tortoise, he now halfway along the course, he decided to have another snooze before flashing past the winning post, and smiling at the thought of the look on the tortoise's face when it saw the hare speed by, he fell a- fast asleep and was soon snoring happily. <laughs> The sun started to sink, and below the horizon, the tortoise who had been plodding towards the winning post since morning was scarcely a yard from the finish at that very point. The hare woke with a jolt. He could see the tortoise a speck in the distance away as he dashed. He leaped and bounded at a great rate, his tongue lolling and, and gasping for breath at just a little more, and he'd be the first in the finish. The hare's last leap was just too late for the tortoise had beaten him to the winning post. Poor hare, tired and in disgrace, he slumped down beside the tortoise who was silently smiling at him. Slowly does it every time, the tortoise said. Walk with God. Consistency. I want to make it very plain. I'm not interested in having super-Christians at the Palace of Praise. We've had that before here. We've had them do the cart reels along the front of the sanctuary. We've had them speak in tongues like a wild animal. We've had them stand and indict us for us not being on fire like they are. But i got a question for you. Where are they today? Again, we don't need one or two super-Christians. We need a church of consistent and steadfast Christians at the Palace of Praise. That's what we need. How many of you take showers? Anybody? That's, That's good. That makes me feel better. But how many of you, when you're in the shower, you grab that little knob up there and you'll turn it all the way over to hot? And then about 15 minutes, you turn it over to cold. And then about 15 minutes or 15 seconds, you turn it over to cold and back over to hot and then back over to cold. Back over to hot, back over to cold and then back over to hot and back over. over. How many of you do that? Anybody here just does that? Well, you were probably those people that are seeing trees walking too. (laughs) And if you keep praying, God will heal you from the drugs. Amen. (laughs) He knows I love him. Well, why don't we do that? It's because it's uncomfortable. Your body and your mind is confused by the temperature change. Our pendulum doesn't need to swing to both extremes all the time. Hello? We don't need you coming into church one Sunday this way. And the next Sunday. We don't need you coming into church on one Sunday and doing this number. And the next Sunday. Why? See, inconsistency breeds confusion. I'm going to say it again. Inconsistency breeds confusion. Those hurt the most are those who are closest to that inconsistent person, too. I'm going to preach. How many of you have ever walked across a swinging rope bridge or a bridge that moves back and forth? Anybody? That's kind of a weird feeling, isn't it? It's hard for you to keep your balance. Why? 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 It's, not, it's moving all the time. And most of you, if you ever walk across a rope bridge, what are you doing as you're walking across? You're holding on for dear life. Especially if you've got some crazy nut who's with you who wants to see if they can make it swing completely around. And that's happened. But the reason why it's hard to keep your balance is because it is constantly changing position. I have been privileged to speak at a number of youth venues across this nation from youth camps, you name it, every, almost every one of them you can mention. And I've heard numerous kids talk about the inconsistencies that they have witnessed in people in authority in their life. And honey, you hear me, those inconsistencies created confusions in their minds and in their hearts. Parents, can I preach to you just for a moment? Our inconsistencies creates instability in our children. The unfortunate thing is that it is hard to reprogram the mind of a person who has witnessed inconsistencies. Because the, then everybody is viewed or suspected as being inconsistent, or being fake, or being a hypocrite. I'm preaching. What, is, what do we want at the palace, palace? Oh, we want these super Christians. No. Key word for 2015, consistency. Consistency. You can fool all of us, but you can't fool your kids. They know what you are. And if you want to make your kids unstable, be inconsistent in front of them. I'm preaching. If you want to destroy your kids, be inconsistent in front of them. If this thing isn't valuable enough to be consistent with it, then it isn't worth them keeping in either and staying a part of it either. If we won't be consistent with this thing, then our kids are never going to be consistent. Why? It creates instability in our children. And even if they stay around, they struggle with being faithful and consistent in the house of God. Why? Because a, it's a learned behavior from us as parents. You don't have to run the aisles. Just sit down, quit trying to scream me down. Just be quiet. The same principle that's in our homes is also in the church. If we have people come in here and they watch us in our inconsistencies, they are going to be people that are never going to be settled and established in the church. Because let me tell you something. God is a spirit. You know who they see is you. They see us in our consistencies or our inconsistencies, and then some of them want to patter themselves after us. The problem is, if we are inconsistent in our walk with God, we create confusion in the church. We create confusion in them, because then the pastor will get behind the, behind the pulpit and say, we need to do this, we need to do that, we need to do this. But then our inconsistencies destroys the word that's preached. Again, I'm preaching to our church tonight. Consistency, consistency. Our inconsistency again creates confusion. And honey, this, this whole entire principle applies to the leadership of this church. I'm not looking for any super leaders here at the Palace of Praise. I'm looking at for consistent people to be leadership
1: at the Palace of Praise. We don't need the most talented people in the world. I'm not looking for that. But what I would love to see is very consistent people in leadership at the Palace of Praise. Amen.
0: I don't need the richest. I don't need the best looking people. That isn't what we want. What we need is people that are going to be the same every day and consistent in their walk with God. Why? It's going to give stability to this church. For us to move forward and progress in God. That's what we need. Is stability in the church. We love to do lots of things that show our outward. And we love to be dancing in front of the church. And walking victory laps around the sanctuary. Speaking in tongues and shouting this Sunday. But next Sunday. We aren't in prayer time and we just sit in our pew and we won't sing songs and we don't worship God and we won't raise our hands. The Holy Ghost shouldn't be regulated by our feelings or our offenses, church. Who or what is the Holy Ghost anyway? Jesus said, I must go away that I may return. Jesus is the Holy Ghost. you agree with me? Jesus is the Holy Ghost, if that's true. Hebrews 13 and 8 says these, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. Hey, if we got the Holy Ghost, then the Spirit of Jesus and the Spirit of the Father should be in us. We're going to be a consistent church. Not based on our situations, not based on our circumstances, not based on who's in our life, but because of the thing called the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It makes me consistent, steadfast, the same every day. Oh, I have days where it doesn't look good, but honey, I'm not going to let that dictate the way I'm living for God. When I come into the house of God, I want God to say, hey... I think He's acting like me. I think He's got my characteristic. I think He's got my nature. What? One of praise. One of worship.
1: Amen. Consistency is what we need. Jesus is consistent. The Holy Ghost is consistent. And the church should be
0: constant and consistent. Hebrews 13 and 9 says, Be not carried about with divers and strange doctrines, for it is a good thing that... The heart be established with grace, not with meats, which not which have not profited them that have occupied herein. How many of you have ever heard of this verse right here? 1 Peter 5 and 8. It says this be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion walketh about seeking whom he may devour. Anybody ever heard that? Has anybody had any battles this year? Did I have any struggles this year? Can anybody in the house say that I think the enemy's tried to destroy me this year? Think? Think maybe just a little bit? That verse of scripture in verse 8 of 1 Peter chapter 5. See, the devil is seeking to destroy every one of us. But if you look at 1, Corinthians, uh, 1 Peter chapter 5, let's look at the context of that one verse. We take that verse out and preach entire sermons. I preach sermons from that. I preached camps from that very one verse of scripture right there. But look at the context of which that whole verse is written. It's just one verse inside of several verses here. I'm not going to read all of them, but I'm going to start at verse 6 of 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. It says in verse 6, 1 Peter chapter 5 verse 6, Humble yourselves therefore under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him. For he careth for you. Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil is a roaring lion. Walketh about, seeking whom he may devour. Verse 9 says, What? Who?" Resist how? Steadfast in the faith or consistently walking with God knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world but the God of all peace who hath called us unto His eternal glory by Jesus Christ after that ye have suffered a while make you and... And, and, and settle you. All within this context, he's talking about what? What? Are steadfast in the faith. I'm going to tell you what. You set yourself up for failure with your inconsistencies. If you are inconsistent, you make yourself a prey. Because then when the enemy attacks you because of your inconsistencies, they are revealed because that's your weakness. And that's the reason why in this verse of Scripture, he says that he's going around trying to destroy us. You know how you're going to resist him? By having a consistent walk with God and being steadfast and settled and established in the faith and in the word of God. If you're inconsistent, you're going to be gone. If you can't get in here and just be consistently serving God, faithful to the house of God, in time, you're going to be gone. Uh See, I've been in the house of God with a brain tumor and worship the Lord. There are people in this house that have been sick, but they've been in the house worshiping the Lord. You may not always feel like being in the house of God, but we need to be consistent. We need to be consistent. I keep saying that, but I'm trying to get it to us tonight. I've had people that posted things about me. You have too. And then come to church and have to face them. Anybody ever had that happen before? Well, you know what? I think I just won't come to church tonight. Well, God's looking down. What do you think about him when they brought in all those liars? One right after another who lied against him. And where was his friend? Couldn't even find them. Peter's out there cussing by the fire. And the other side, they're not even around. I'm telling you, church, we've got to be consistent in our walk with God if we're going to make it. I'm going to skip down on some of this. I want us to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 15. I'm, I'm almost done here. I told you I didn't preach very long. 1 Corinthians 15. And we read verse number 58, and it's going to be our theme verse. But I want us to read the context of what he is talking about in this Several sermons could be preached from this, but 1 Corinthians 15 and 45. Verse 45 of chapter 15 of 1 Corinthians, it says this, And so it is written, The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. 1 Corinthians 15, 45. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. How be it? That was not first, which is Spiritual but that which is natural. And afterward, that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, so are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we have also bare we, also, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now verse 50. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood could not inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Now I'm going to skip down to verse number 57 because then he's going to talk about our reward that's coming our way and death and victory over death. Hell in the grave, but I want to drop down to number 57 for for time's sake. But look verse 57. But thanks be to God, which giveth us us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then he starts 58 with what word? Therefore. Therefore. He's making reference in this therefore back up to verse 50 where it says, Now this I say, brethren... That flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Therefore, brethren, my my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye know that your labor is not in vain in the the Lord. You're never going to make it to heaven. Being inconsistent. You are never going to make it to heaven being inconsistent. Why? Because you're battling your flesh. And you're, you hear me, your inconsistencies are going to feed your flesh. It's going to feed your flesh. And he's saying that's that very flesh, that corruption, it's going to destroy it. It's this thing. This thing can't go to heaven, it's our spirit. That's going to go to heaven. We've got to crucify the flesh with the desires thereof. And he says, Therefore, my blood, blood. You know what we get, a beloved brother, you know what we got to do? We got to be consistent in our walk with God if we're going to make it. Abounding means to remain and excel. So what does he say? Always abounding in the work of the Lord or always to remain and excel in the work of the Lord. I want every member of the palace of Firth palace of praise or so remember this. First, we need to remain. We need to remain. I don't want you to get your eyes on a position in the church so in, in your mind it's all about excelling. Did everybody hear me? Because then you're going you're gonna to fall. You're going to stumble because then you've got things wrong in their priorities. You should allow the things and the positions defines you as you are walking consistently with the lord god will open the doors god then will say hey he sees what's going on more than just what's on sunday morning sunday night and wednesday night at church he knows what's going on seven days a week 24 hours a day thus what i cannot see god will see and then if you are consistent then monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday sunday with god then God is the one then will say, hey, because of your faithful and your consistency, I have a work that I need you to do in the church. It's when we get our eyes and say, I want positions, that's when you're going to make a mistake. First and number one is for us to remain. What's that? Make our
1: calling and our election sure with God. We need to develop a relationship with God. We need to be walking with God daily. That's what we need to do. First and foremost,
0: But then, as Darian said, we need to excel and we need to grow in God. When we get to the end of December of 2015, you don't need to be in the same place you are spiritually tonight. You need to have grown. You need to be able to be used in the Spirit of God to minister to people. Amen, church. And second would be to excel. Steadfast means settled and constant. Settled and constant constant. I'm telling you, this church has been blessed with good people. You know, we're blessed around here. You know that because of you. We are. There's There's hardly any service that I don't come in here I don't see you sitting right back there playing that Amen. accordion. every service you there and if I don't see you back there I know something is wrong because of your consistency in this church and sis we've been around here a long time you know that and things change And there's pressure put on you. And I've seen it. But you know what? You've been consistent. I've seen you just keep holding to what you've always believed in. And living like you've always lived. Faithful in prayer. Faithful in your giving. Faithful in all these things to the house of God. And I just want to tell you in front of everybody. I thank God for you. And I'm glad God put you in this church. You're a blessing to this church. Oh, she don't get up and cut a rug in front of the church and throw her bobby pins everywhere. At her age, we're liable to throw something out of joint. You Don't, don't try it, sis. But I'm going to tell you what. wouldn't mind having another hundred people just like her. In this church, consistent, just consistent—not a flash in a pan. It's doing cartwheels this week and doing trash later. I don't want that. God doesn't want that. This church can't sustain growth with those type of people. This church needs people that are just consistent. I could start naming a lots of people, Sister King. And her consistency and her prayer life and reading her Bible and all these things. Thank God for Sister King and her consistency. And thank you for you and your husband and this church. Thank God for you. And I could start naming all kinds of people around here and I'd probably miss somebody and offend them. But I want to tell you something. The reason why you are sitting in a pew tonight and have a church to go to is because of these people who's been consistent and faithful to God through all kinds of situations they were trees planted by the rivers of water that have brought forth their fruit in their season and church they have been fruitful in this church they have been blessings in this church and that's the reason why when some of us walk away from God We had a place to come back to. And you think, we're somebody special? No. I thank God for the consistent people that have just been consistent year after year, been faithful year after year after year, stayed true to the message year after year, just keep praying for us day after day. So when we had, when God starts dealing with us, we had a place to come back. And when we come back, the message isn't
1: different. Things aren't different. You know what? It is still the same message that was preached when we were back in that first sanctuary 38, 37 years ago. Thank God for the consistency that's been in the pulpit in this church for a long time. A man of God's has been holding it for a long time, folks. I want to make sure everybody hears it. We're not changing the lines. We're not moving the standards. We're not going to change what we're doing at the Palace of Praise. We're going to keep what we've always had. Because I believe it's right in line with the Word of God. We need to live a holy and separate life. Honey, we're not going to be mean and unkind. We need to love and be kind. But we've got to be true and consistent to God. Walking with God. Why? Because there's lots of backsliders out there that need some place to pray through. When God starts to with them, they need to be able to find an altar where people are consistent praying for praying for them, consistently reading their Bible. Oh,
0: hallelujah! Do you know every house, almost every house, is built on a foundation? Do you know that? Mobile homes, you just hook something up to it, put some wheels underneath it, and haul it off. But a house is built on a foundation; it don't move. It stays there. i built a bunch of stuff. I've jacked up condominiums and built and poured whole entire foundations underneath them and the whole nine thing, yards. So I know all about foundation. There's consistency in foundation. You have to have a certain pound of concrete if you're going to put stuff on it. It's two, three, four, five thousand pounds per square inch depending on the weight that's going to be down there. If they bring me the wrong concrete and I set that building back down on it, I'm going to have a cracked foundation because the weight Put on that, and the inconsistency of that very foundation, even though it's there, but the inconsistencies are revealed by the weight and the stress of the building. Hear me by the weight of the building. Brother Higgins over in in AWC, you know what his job is? He goes out and cores the samples out of that concrete, sends them to a lab to test and see what the pounds are per square foot for that stuff. What are you saying? Today, we can hide things at the palace of praise. And our inconsistencies can be hid in the closet. But if God blesses his church with a revival, then you know who they are going to be built upon? They're going to be built upon you, the foundation. It's then when we're going to have these stress cracks in our foundation, when the weight of this thing is now laid upon us, honey, we're going to start seeing the inconsistency start being magnified among us. That's the reason why. We're not going to wait until we see the people hitting the altar.
1: What we're going to do in 2015 is start preparing ourselves at the Palace of Praise to be consistent in our walk with God. Daily going to pray. Daily going to read my Bible. Daily I'm going to live for God. I'm going to be a Christian seven days a week. Somebody put your hands together and shout amen.
0: I got a little thing up here. It's called a flashlight. It's a little one. I do have a little one. It's a reading light. I've been praying that Lord help me. Because this whole thing has to start with your pastor. Has to start with me. And I've been praying. I've written down things. Repenting to God. Asking God to help me. Because we're all human. Nobody in this house is perfect. We're seeking to be perfect. And we should be perfect in that specific state in our life. But we still make mistakes. So let's pray and ask the Lord. And so I realized this whole thing starts with your pastor. This verse of scripture, I, I really love this verse of scripture Some Psalm 139, 23. It says, search me. Psalm 139 and 23, search me. Search me. O God. And know my heart. The Bible says, man are. Hearts are deceitfully wicked. How can we even know what they are? But God knows our heart. So God, the palace of praise, I want you to start with me. I want you to search me, God. And God, I want you to search my heart. And God, I want you to try me. And Lord, I want you to know my thoughts. It's what he's saying in this verse of scripture. And then it says, and see... If there be any wicked way in me that I'm unaware of. Because when uh, we start becoming inconsistent, all of those things that are in our heart are going to start being revealed in our life.
1: You're at the Palace of Praise.
0: When you start being inconsistent in your being faithful to the house of God, you mark it down. Those little things that you've got inside of you, they're going to start coming out in your actions. And your involvement in things. But look at this. And see if there be any wicked way in me. And lead me in the way everlasting. God, you're going to start with anybody. I'd like for you to start here. See, God has already been working on this church for a while. He's been working on lots of us for a long time. Some of you have been through a lots this year. Oh, some things, some people in this church don't even know what some of you have been through. And we prayed and prayed for you, and I've watched God do some great things, and maybe sometime down the road they'll be able to stand and testify. But right now, wisdom says they shouldn't say anything about it. But I've seen God do some things this year. But I'm going to tell you what those things God's been doing is because He's been trying to search us, He's got His light through trouble. Situations, circumstances, through the preaching of the word, he's been shining it on us. But I'm not the only one. He's shining it on you guys too. See, I want God to take his light. See, we can look around and we say, well, you know what? Sister Trammell's got problems. (laughs) And she's another one of those great consistent ladies that have been here forever. And I thank God for her too. But I could take my light and shine on her and say, oh, Sister Trammell's got problems. So God searched Sister Trammell to see if there'd be any wicked way in her. Because I'm seeing some myself right now. See? We do that. But you know what happens? Our own sin goes unrepented, And our own faults we never see. And every one of us, every one of us has got him. And so then we don't worship, we don't praise, we don't pray, we don't do any of those things, and we become inconsistent saints. Why? Because I'm watching Kimberly, and I'm watching Shannon, Kelsey, and Rachel. But what I want God to do in this church is I want him to search every one of us And it can't be a prayer where the pastor says, okay, God, I want him to search all these people. The only way it's going to work is this, is if you pray that prayer and say, God, search me and see if there's something inside of me that when you send people into this church, it's going to be things that are going to be revealed, it's going to be a stumbling block to them and I don't want to hurt anybody that's coming here. I've talked to some people, young people that's left this church. And I'm going to tell you what, you know what they do? They want to throw things up of the inconsistencies they saw. Well, it's this, and it's that, it's this, and this whole thing. I'm going to tell you what, we don't need to be putting bullets in their gun. We don't need to give them ammunition to shoot God and the work of God and the house of God. We need to be consistent in our walk with God. Every day consistent in our walk with God. Now, everyone in this house needs to begin to start praying and ask the Lord. God, search me. And see if there's something in me, God, that I need to correct and line up. Why? I'm going to read our verse one more time. If you will stand our verse one more time for this year. Our focus verse for this year. Read it one more time. It's first Corinthians chapter fifteen and verse fifty eight. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding, or always involved in the work of the Lord, for as much as ye you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Does anybody know what the title of my message tonight was? Does anybody know what I want to be the theme word for the Palace of Praise 2015? I'm not looking at Brother Anderson saying, okay, Brother Anderson, I want you to be consistent. I'm looking at Daryl Sparks and saying, Daryl Sparks, I want you to be consistent this year. I I want this church to know that when it hits 7 o'clock for prayer time, I'm consistent. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. When it hits time for prayer on Sunday night, I'm consistent. I'm going to be right here, consistent in this house. Amen. 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 We're gonna, you're going to be so consistent when somebody's going to look around and see, your, see that you're not here, just like I do. Say, Bernie, I'm going to know something's wrong. She, she must be really sick. And not that, well, she's got a hangnail tonight. Or whatever it may be consistency with all of us. I would like for whoever would like to, it's totally up to you, but if you would like to come down here for just a moment, I'd like for us to pray together if you don't mind. You're welcome. Whoever's, I'd like for everybody to come because I I think all of us could really use the Lord helping us this year through this year, but don't pray yet. I just want to give you some instructions here about what I'm wanting us to pray about. You know, every one of us have room for improvement so God can work on every one of us that are at this altar, every one of us. And I know as I've been preaching tonight, I think the Holy Ghost has been dealing with some of you about things that you need to work on to be more consistent, to be more consistent. So I'm going to ask the Lord right now as we pray, I want the Lord to Reveal to you and open your mind and your heart to things where you know These are not these are not going to be new year's resolutions brother Daring, to mention tonight It's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about a vow we make to God This is God by the time we get to December 2015 By the help of God. I want to make sure that I'm consistent in this area of my life if it's you're having problems getting to church on time you know what? You need to fix that right now. If you always got to be late to church, you need, that's a problem. And that's an inconsistency. That's one of them. Many of you might agree with me. That it's true. So you need to be consistent. Why? Because then when new people come in, they need to see you're here on time. Because this thing's important. That's just one area. Maybe it's your finances. You're having problems with your finances. Be consistent in your finances to God. Whatever it is... You need to be consistent. I I want us to take a moment and pray here and that the Lord will reveal to us and help us and us make some commitments to to God here for the year 2015. Lord, I'm so thankful, God, again, for these great people, Lord, that are here tonight, every
1: one of them, Lord Jesus. God, I'm thankful, Lord, for the year you've given us, God, this year, 2014, and I'm thankful, Lord, for your keeping power. God, I'm thankful, Lord Jesus, for the Holy Ghost, the greatest gift ever given, O oh God, unto humanity. Lord, You've been so good to us. But O oh God, as we look forward, Lord, into the year 2015, God, we want to prepare ourselves, Lord Jesus, a sanctuary, God, ready, Lord, to be used by You, God, that You may be able, Lord, to pour out Your Spirit pour out Your anointing, oh God, upon each and every one of us to lead us, God, in the Holy Ghost. God, I'm asking You, Lord, right now, speak to the minds, Lord, of our children, our young people, God, our singles, moms and dads and elders in the house. God, right now, areas of our life that we need to improve in, Lord. Things where we've been inconsistent throughout the year 2014, God. Lord, help us, God, to be consistent, Lord, that we may be steadfast, unmovable, God. And then Lord, we can truly, God, be involved and excel in the work of God. Lord, daily, God, drawing closer to You every day, Lord. Help us, God, for we are weak, but You are strong, Lord. And You are able, God, to help us, Lord. God, in our prayer lives, Lord, help us to be consistent. In our Bible reading, God, help us to be consistent, Lord. Every part of our life, God, help us, Lord, to be consistent, Lord. Because God, You are faithful, Lord. You, oh God, have never changed, Lord. You are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And help us, God, being full of the Holy Ghost, to be the same, God. Every day, Lord, faithful unto You. uh, Walking in the Holy Ghost, Lord. For we need You, Jesus. We need You, Jesus. Uh, Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Oh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah. I I wonder
0: which one God's going to be using to help us get to where we need to in a revival in this church. I've said it before, I'm going to say it again. I'm not interested right now in having a huge influx of souls. You're saying, oh, you don't have a burden for souls. That's not it. We've we got to be strong. we got to be consistent. we got to be the ones that are going to be a good example to those folks when they come in here. we got great folks. But there are some things we really could work on in our lives to make us even a better church. Can somebody say Amen. Sister, honey, can you come sing that one song? I have a song I want her to sing. Now, I've got some promises over here, and I want her to sing this song. I don't care what mistakes you made in 2013, 2014, the last two years, it don't matter. I preached the other day. He stood, said, stand at this point, and now look forward. That's what God said. Now stand at this point. Now look forward. And now everything on your the east, the west, north and south is now going to be yours. I don't want us focusing on our failures. What I want us to do is say, God, I want to look toward the future, 2015. And God, I want you to help me to be better in 2015. Whatever I need to start correcting, I'm looking forward and going forward. As she sings this song, we're not dismissed. i got one other thing to do here. I want you, if you want to, to come. And there's promises laying right there on that table. As she sings that song, why don't you come and get you a promise off of that table for the year 2015. Sister Honey, why don't you sing? Praise the Lord. This is needs that mic on.
2: I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm here to declare to you, my past is over. In you, things are made new. Surrendering my life to Christ, I'm moving, moving forward. Not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm here to. To you, my past is over in you, all things are made new, surrendering my life to Christ, moving, moving forward. You have brought me to such a freedom. I have found in you, you're the healer, you make all things new, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going back, I'm moving ahead, I'm here to declare to you, that my past is over in you, all things are made new. Surrender my life to Christ. I'm moving, I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm here to declare to you that my past is over in you. All things are made new. Surrender my life to Christ. I'm moving, i They sing it.
0: I want you to find someone and pray for them that God helped them this year to fulfill what God has for their life. God has a purpose for every one of us. Find someone I want us to pray together. Find someone to pray for them, not for yourself, but for them. Would you do that as they sing it again? I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm
2: here to declare to you that my past is over in you. All things are made new. Surrendered my life to Christ. I'm moving, moving forward. I'm not going back, I'm moving ahead. I'm here to declare to you that my passion is over in you. All oh, things are made new. Surrender my life to Christ. I'm moving, I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead. I'm here to declare to you that my past is over in you. All things are made new. Surrender my life to Christ. I'm moving, I'm not going back. I'm moving ahead to declare to you that my past is over in you or things are made new surrender my life to christ i'm moving moving forward what a moment you have brought me to such a freedom i have found in you you're the healer you make all things new yeah yeah yeah. i'm not going back i'm moving ahead i'm here to declare to you that my past is over in you all things are made new Surrendered my life to Christ I'm moving, I'm not going back I'm moving ahead I'm here to declare to you That my past is over in you My ways are made new Surrendered my life to Christ I'm moving, moving
0: forward Church, if we're going to move forward, I want, you want, I want you to hear what I'm going to say. If we're going to move forward, we're going to have to forgive. And we're going to have to forget. Because that's some of the junk that's going to create inconsistencies right here. That song says we're moving forward, so we're looking ahead. We need some forgiveness in this church. You may say, I'm well, now feel. I'm gonna tell you what, I've been praying lots about this service. I'm gonna tell you, it's creating inconsistencies here and it's hurting this church. Let me tell you something there's people in this church that can match every one of your offense and multiply it by 10. So get off your high horse, forgive, forget, and let's look forward and move forward as a church. Every one of us have been hurt. Lots of things I could say and I never will, but I can say lots of things just like many of you could say the same thing. But here's the problem is, it's creating inconsistencies in this church. So, Brother Hendrickson, if I had something against you, I would forgive you. And then, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm turning, forgetting this thing for 2014. I'm looking at 2015 with a clean slate right here in this church. Because if we're gonna get tighter together as a church, and we gotta get tight. Because that's what families are about. Families are to get together. I, I put that into my kids. We need to stay together as a family. Friends come and go, but family, you need to stay tight together. We need to get tight together. We're not exclusive, we're just tight. But we're gonna have to get some things out of our souls, lives, spirits. Well, amen. I've done all I'm gonna do tonight. What's the key word? consistency. I have some maps here. I don't, I mean some uh, calendars here. I don't have enough for every person here. So probably a mom or a dad here. And then I'm going to explain them quickly. I know some of you that are, that are, that are not members here. This won't mean a lot. But ushers, you guys want to help me out here real fast? Sister Riccardi helped me get these done up today. Probably one per family and one for the singles. There and see how we do. And then, if we got enough, I don't mind others having them. I also have our calendars here for the year, also, that are your ones if you want to hang them on the wall. There are also these. I've got a box of them up here the passages of faith. I'll put them out here. There's the reading charts for Bible reading. You can get those also for the year. Once you get your calendars, we'll hand them out here. I will explain some of the stuff I've. Putting put down for the whole entire year the major the, the majority of our dates for the whole entire year on here so that way you can kind of plan I would like to like for you to plan ahead today I just confirmed our who our missionary is going to be Devin could you run to the house. Death somewhere and bring it to me, that map in there and I'll give them those, those dates too they confirmed with me today on those also, Do you, does most everybody got a calendar that's I hope I have enough it looks like I have a few more over here if, if, if some more people wants, wants one here maybe one spouse got one, another one wants one, I just didn't want to print a bunch and have them wasted there and I'll go over these a little bit here with you again, it's great to have all living house, Lord. wine. they're passing those out? I don't know if you guys noticed anything hanging on the walls. So that's not for uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> We're not going to be doing popcorn and watching the Super Bowl. I wonder why we put them up there. Okay, what we did, what we did is we we uh, we got our program that several of you invested in. So we we bought we bought the program. So that's really cool. Then, when we were loading it on there, then they then they charged me another three hundred dollars to buy the license. So thank you Jesus for that. We like spend another three hundred dollars just for the right to put them up on the screens. Thank you. Anyway, so that's what these screens are. Thank you. The screens that are up there, and uh, we didn't feel real confident tonight with it, and then we didn't want to look. Uh, really stupid. So we'll try it another night and do really stupid. So so that's what that is. So those those will be where our, it's going to be the verses and the songs and all that stuff now will be there and up there for you to see the words. And I think that's going to be a great addition. I want to thank Brother Devin for helping me. He climbed all over the place and Worked really hard to help me get that done. I appreciate him doing all that. It's lots of dirty hard work, and we still got some more to do. Okay, looking at our calendar here, January 2015. As you can see, uh, most of these dates are pretty self-explanatory. They have the Handmaidens' Conference, which starts tomorrow, and that—that's when we conclude the service here. We need some of you to go around, and pick up, clean up. And uh, which let me insert this too. Wherever, you, when you're, wherever you're seated in service, could you clean up after yourself when you leave? There's some of these. I walk up through there, and there's torn paper. There's torn, torn trash. Just it, it's, it's pathetic. If you'll just clean up after yourself, that'd be really nice. That's what I try to teach my kids, clean up after themselves. So It'd be nice if we could do that around here. Clean up after yourself. Most all this stuff is there. On the 10th, there's a district... Prayer Summit at uh, Christian World Fellowship. It's there. The list of our team leaders are on there. There's a senior Bible quizzing thing. Oh, The 23rd will be our church meeting. That will be our all-saint business meeting. will be on the 23rd. It's just for the saints of the church. It's on January 23rd. We used to do it the last Friday night, but I can't on that Friday night. So it will be on the 23rd. On the 23rd. Our bylaws say I just have to have it done By the end of the year, end of the month. So here's another one. It's February. Brother Timothy Spell will be with us on February the 11th through the 15th. And then on the 13th, it's going to be something kind of neat. We're going to have a teacher's R&R day at the Palace of Praise. It's going to be for Christian educators and Sunday school staff. And that will be on the 13th. It's a day of classes and everything that day. So you may want to plan to be there. There's also the Northwest Soul Winners Conference, 27th through the 28th. And then over on March, uh, our youth convention. It'll be on 25th, 26th, and 27th will be that. On the 21st, it says Marrieds Outing. That's going to be the Palace of Prades Married Outing. We're going to have us marrieds are going to go. uh, It seems like the young people are always doing their outings. So it's time for us old folks to go do an outing. So. So we're going to do a marriage outing on March the 21st for us married folks. So we're going to do that. And then uh, going to the next one, April, it's going to be a busy time in April. The Palace of Praise is going to be wore out. April, starting on April the 8th, 9th, and 10th will be our act student convention here. And then we're going to have the junior Bible quizzing extravaganza here, 17th and 18th of April at the Palace of Praise. And then the 23rd, 24th, and 25th, we'll have the Senior Bible Quizzing Extravaganza at the Palace of Praise. And on the 30th and May 1st, 2nd, will be the Stored Conference. So we're going to be wore out in the month of April. They're going to wear the building out in the month of April. Going on to the 15th, I mean May 2015, on the 9th, is Mother's Dinner. They're going to have a Mother's Lunch or a Mother's Dinner for our moms on that May the 9th. So please Look at this and put all this stuff on your calendar there. Pentecost Sunday on the 24th, we'll be having special services that day. Our men's conference. Men, you need to try to put that on your calendar and try to plan for it. We'll get you more information here soon, May the 29th and 30th. May the 29th and 30th. And then, as you can see, on the 31st, that is a, a Phil Sunday. So that is one service that day. So one service that day. Then over to June the 15th. We're going to have a uh, fireworks. Isn't that surprising? So put that on your calendar. Mark it off starting on June the 24th or 25th. And then on the 20th, I missed that, it's Father's Day dinner. So we're going to have Father's dinner too. We're going to have probably a breakfast or a dinner together, all of us fathers. So please, dads, kind of put that on the calendar and mark that off. Then fireworks goes all the way through... uh, the 4th, and then uh, I'll come back and add these missionaries on here in just a minute. Then there's a She's for Christ softball tournament, July the 11th. Then there's a Coast, Coast Youth Outing for the district. No, that's for us. Coast Youth Outing for the Palace of Praise on July the 17th and 18th. Family Conference is 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. And Reverend Jerry McCool, and he should be with us on Sunday the 26th. Very good man, so he'll be with us then. Then on over the August of 20, August 2015, you might not could tell, but I went to bed early this morning and got up early, so that my nights and my days met, so I'm a little tired here, sorry. And then uh, in August, there is the National Bible Quizzing Tournament in the Oklahoma City, and then there's Youth Congress, which is Wednesday through Friday, in Oklahoma City, and then we're going to have our youth camp August the 17th through the 21st this year. August 17th through the 21st is the youth camp at Aldersgate and Turner, like it was last year. Then we're doing something special on um, on uh, the 25th and 26th of August. That's a Tuesday and a Wednesday. We're going to have Brother Lagus, who is a children's evangelist. Brother Lagus is a children's evangelist. He's really a really good. A, Children's Evangelist. He's going to be with us for special services on the 25th and 26th. Then, we're going down to Salem for the 27th and then we're going to come back here on September on on 28th for Section 1 Children's Holy Ghost Crusade at the Palace of Praise. Then on the 29th at Oregon City, Brother Gleason has extended the invitation to us and anybody that would want to, there's going to be a Sunday School Teacher Seminar on the 29th the 29th at Oregon City for all you Sunday school teachers and Brother Lagus will be teaching that there. Then if you look there's it says the 30th is a field Sunday. We're going to do something different on August the 30th. We're going to have a park service on the 30th. Instead of ha- staying here and having just one service we've got a place we're going to go and have a service. So we're going to go dress you know in more casual clothes so we can play but we're going to actually go there and set up and we're going to have a church service at the park and hopefully some people will hear us and we're going to act like we're Pentecostals there and we're going to have a good park service and afterward we're going to do the Pentecostal thing and eat so afterwards September the 1st, first day of school for the school year, we're already back to the school year again, starting again, school year there and then Hyphens Conference Gresham, Oregon And uh, that will be on the 10th, 11th, and 12th of September. It'll be AWC this year. They're giving our church a break since we had so many things coming here this year. Then down the 21st through the 25th is a POP homeschool day because it's our general conference. And we will be going to that, so we will not be here. Then in October, uh, we're going to have another marriage outing on October the 10th. So make sure you write these down, marriage. We're going to have another... Married's outing on October the 10th. We're going to have a youth revival at the Palace of Praise. And we're going to have a, a smorgasbord of people. We've got Brother Shane Graves will be preaching for us on October the 14th. Brother Dallas Brock will be preaching for us on August the 15th. The guy who's preaching for me the 16th has still not confirmed, but I'm pretty sure he's coming. And then the 18th will be Brother Stan Gleason on Sunday morning and Sunday night for our youth revival in October. So I'm looking forward to that. October the 30th will be the Hyphens Harvest Hangout. And it'll be the end of the first quarter for our Christian school. November, moving right along. Uh, There will be Moppet Papa. I think you guys have seen all those. There's a Hyphens Hangout that'll be our church. And that is November the 14th, the Hyphens Outing. That'll be for our hyphens here at the Palace of Praise on November the 14th. We'll be doing that. And then the West Coast Women's Conference this year, they had to put it the week right before uh, Thanksgiving. The reason why I'm giving you all these dates, so you can go put them in your calendar and get your plans ahead so that you have no excuses not to be at these because you're finding out a year ahead. So that's there. And then December, the uh, December on the 5th there, you don't have... you. Don't worry about that district board dinner. I'm, I forgot to get that out of there. But on the, on the field is the POP staff dinner. I'm going to have a staff dinner for our staff members so we can work on the year 2016.